Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 5, Karma Sannyasa Yoga. Yoga of renunciation of actions. Some books title it just Sannyasa Yoga. Yoga of renunciation. So renunciation of actions is what we are trying to achieve. And previously Bhagavan says, Nahi kaschit api akarma we cannot even stand, even for a moment, without any action. So how do we renounce these actions? So in previous chapter, we said, Gnana Karma Sanyasa Yoga. Yoga of renouncing actions in knowledge. The knowledge that I, the self, is non-doer. The self which I constantly refer to as I, is not participating in any actions. That knowledge will create inaction for me. So to understand that concept, we have techniques which we have learned in this chapter. So in this chapter, it says that you constantly think that you are not doing anything. Even the daily routine which you see you start seeing what is doing it. What is the mechanism of that action? You will see that it's either done by your body, your mind, your intellect. In all this thing, you are not involved in it. Because we have learned previously that this body is not me, this mind is not me, this intellect is not me. They are my equipment to transact with this world outside. This world is made up of Prakriti. This world is nothing but the manifestation of Prakriti. This body, mind and intellect belong to the Prakriti, not to the self. I have collected this equipment from this Prakriti. This body is made up of these five elements that belongs to the Prakriti. The mind is the same elements at this subtler level, and so is the intellect. That understanding constantly churning at the intellectual level, that I am not the doer, but it is happening at the prakriti level. Guna, guneshu, vartantaha. The qualities of my equipment and qualities of the objects are interacting with each other. And according to their dharma, Swabhavastu pravardhate. What is the result of the interaction will be? All dependent on the nature of this equipment. Nature of my equipment and the nature of the object. What I am interacting with. If I go and punch 
Muhammad Ali when he was in his prime. Probably now I care, you know. Uh, he died. He, he, he died now. Right? He's alive. Hmm? He's alive. But I probably can punch him today. <laughs> so, it is what is the nature of the object and what is my nature of my equipment will decide what the result would be. Swabhavastu pravartate. The result will be according to the nature of these reactions. And therefore, we learnt in second chapter that karmani eva adhikaraste mafaleshu kadachana. I can predict or I can know what is the nature of my equipment. I do not have any idea about the world. No matter how hard I try, I cannot judge the nature of the world. So it's a karmani eva adhikaraste mafaleshu kadachana. I can act in this world as I see is the most appropriate. Action is the signature of my life and therefore I have to act. I cannot stop acting. But I cannot get associated with that action and its results because results are not in my hand. So in this chapter, continuing that thought, that yuktaha, one who is united with his self, he has become now the most efficient person to work in this world because he is not associating himself with the results or the perfections or imperfections of the objects or his own equipment. So, yuktaha karma phalam tyaktva santim apnoti naistikam. We learned in this chapter that yukta person, person who has learned the art of acting, that what is the right way to act in this world? First thing we learned is work in the spirit of yagna. So work for the greater good. Because you are part of this prakriti and this world is part of prakriti, when you work in the harmony with this prakriti, the good results will come out. So work for the greater good in the spirit of yagna. Then second it says that give up the karma phala. It is not in your hand neither will you ever be capable of judging what the result would be. No matter how we think I can predict what's going to happen. We don't. You know, in this stock market, pundits say how the market will go on. Every year they do this exercise with the best stock pickers in the world and then a monkey. Seriously, I'm not making it up. You probably will see on, on CNN or someplace or CNBC and a monkey picking the stocks. In the half the time, monkey wins. With all these PhDs and great economists and thinkers. Because anybody who thinks that he knows where the market is going to be, he's as full as anybody else. We know karma phala is unpredictable. In the same action, in this one situation, will give you the best result. People will say, Neil, you're so smart. Really, really, you did the right thing. Same thing when I do another situation, people will really will criticize me. You really didn't know what to do. So everything is variable. There are so many variables in my actions and its results that it is almost impossible for a supercomputer to figure out what the results would be. So therefore he said, karma falatyagam, that the advice given to us. Work for the greater good then don't worry about the results of the actions. They will come out as per 
Swabhavastu pravartate according to their own gunas. One who has understood this, he is yukta. So he is working efficiently without wasting any energy in figuring out what would be the outcome of my actions. And therefore he gives up karma phala and he finds that peace, naistikam, that eternal peace he finds. Because now whatever he is doing, he is doing it to the best of his ability without getting attached to what was the outcome of it. So he's always at peace. Our agitation comes from our expectations. I wanted my son to be this. He didn't turn out to be that. If I had no expectations, whoever he is, I'm fine. So, Iha taihi jitaha sargaha esam samye sthitam manaha One who has stated his mind, even though this mind and intellect are the part of this prakriti, and they are my equipment, but those are the only tools I have right now. So if I calibrate them correctly, any equipment, if I don't calibrate them, they obviously won't give it. I have one scale in my bathroom. I really love that scale. You know why? It shows 10 pounds less than what my doctor tells me. (laughs) And I will never calibrate that, because at least for a moment it gives me peace. So unless you calibrate your equipment, it will never give you the right result. So Bhagavan says, One who has steadied his mind and now transacting with the world, he obviously will get the right results. And therefore, Right here and now, he attains the state where he does not have to come back and forth again. That punarapi janmam, punarapi maranam, punarapi janani jatharaishayanam. In a great cycles we see is the birth and death. But you and I die every day of dukkha. That going into pain and pleasure, you will get out of the right here and now. Nirdosam him samam brahma tasmad brahmani te stitaha. That because that brahman which is all pervading. The consciousness which is all-pervading is pristine. It does not have any impurity. It does not take your papa, nor does it take your punyas. It has not a, a golden glitter on it, nor does it have impurities of any dirt. So therefore, if I am aligning with myself, which is part of the Brahman, if Brahman is all-pervading, where do I stand? I am part of the Brahman. But if I say, no, I am not part of the Brahman, then I am limiting both. Myself and the Brahman. Limiting myself is not a problem. But now I have come to the conclusion that there is nothing called all-pervading entity. So Bhagwan is also now limited. In all philosophy and religion say, no, he is not limited. Therefore my assumption is wrong that myself is not his self. To make him all-pervading, I have to make myself part of him. If myself is part of his self, and he is untainted, I also am untainted. And therefore, once I align myself with who I am, I find myself to be pure, without any impurities. Nirdosai samam brahma tasmad brahmani testitaha. Therefore, they are established in that brahman. And how then their behavior would be? The next three verses which we see says, 
न प्रहृष्येत प्रियम प्राप्य न उद्विजेत प्राप्य च अप्रियम दिस इज वेरी डिफिकल्ट कॉन्सेप्ट टू अंडरस्टैंड इवन दो वी हैव रिपीटेड ओवर एंड ओवर एंड ओवर अगेन इट इज नॉट इजी फॉर एनीबडी टू अंडरस्टैंड ही सेड ही डज नॉट रिजॉइस व्हेन गुड थिंग्स है प्रियम प्राप्य समथिंग व्हिच इज डियर ही गेट्स दिस डज इट मीन दैट आई डोंट हैव टू celebrate the birth of my grandchild or my son or or should i not have the birthday celebrations or you know that's just the outward expression of your appreciating but he is not elated see we get elated oh bhagwan just give me green card and once i get the my generation understand that better i don't know about the new generation but my oh bhagwan just that's all i want just give me green card and after that i'll never bother you ever again the day i get the green card in the mail i'm elated all my problems are gone i now am the permanent resident of this great country with guaranteed what when i came here happiness i have a green card i can stay here constitution guarantees me life liberty and happiness Mm-mm. pursuit of happiness it guarantees not happiness and that pursuit is like that echocardiogram it goes unhappiness unhappiness happiness unhappiness happiness unhappiness so if you add up all the happiness it very minuscule part of your life everything else is nothing but pursuit and pain and suffering and sweating so bhagwan said he knows once his mind is steady he has calibrated his mind to a point where it does not get elated so i'm giving you the example if you're on a boat when the waves are going up and down you are going up and down with it when you're standing on a rock waves come and go you are steady so no prahasyat priyam prapya he does not get elated by when the good things happen to him but he knows that this is temporary right after that another wave of unhappiness is coming na udvijet prapya cha apriyam but he does not also get upset it does not mean that i don't deal with something which is not conducive when something happens which is not conducive i have to deal with it i don't get up every morning and say why i'm feeling good it's normal but when i feel not good also i don't get completely upset but i pick up the phone call my doctor get an appointment go there and take care of it jimmy carter i was thoroughly impressed the way he is handling his cancer but you see on his face he's so calm and said he just comes out and very naturally says i'm diagnosed with cancer doesn't mean that he's not going through pain does not mean that he doesn't know what it means but his mind is not disturbed by it it takes that as a normal occurring if all these people in the world are suffering with cancer i may be one of them so na udvijacha prapyacha apriyam that equanimity of mind is achieved by aligning himself to the self considering this body mind intellect is nothing but my equipment my bmw gives me greatest joy when it is working but also it does give me the equal amount of pain which is when it is not working fine 
and how to take it to the dealer. The one light, when I lock my car, that the light is supposed to flash. But it bothered me so much that the light was not flashing every time I locked my car. So I took it to the dealer and said, can you just fix this light not working? So after about two hours, they came back and said, you know, the module F9 is not working. And we need to change the module F9. I said, okay, what does that mean? He said, it's about $3,000. <laughs> I said, I'm fine, the light not working. And they said, we can probably fix temporary. I said, fix it temporarily, I'm fine. They fixed it temporarily three years ago and it's still working. Otherwise, I was going to change the module F9. would have cost me $3,000. So it gives me pain when things are not going well and I'm elated when things are going right. That brings me up and down. As high I go in my rejoicing the good, harder I fall when things are not going right. But if I'm balanced, even the fall will be tolerable and the joy will be appropriate. Sthira buddhihi asamudha. Who is doing that? Not everybody. Sthira buddhihi asamudha. One is asamudha, who is now not deluded about the nature of this world. He is not deluded about his own role in this world. And who is working and who is not working. Brahmavid, who knows Brahman that all-pervading self is not taking part in any of this activity. Therefore, Bhagavan said, look, I'm not taking anybody's papa, I'm not taking anybody's merits, also I'm not connecting the karma to the karma phala, svabhavastu pravartate. One who knows that, he knows the nature of the Brahman, Brahman is thitaha, he is established in Brahman, such a person will not gets elated by the good things happening or does not get upset with bad things. He has to deal with both. There is an appropriate reaction. People used to go to Swami and say, Swami, but this happens, you know, this happens. You, do you also feel sad about it? He said, I'm not a stone. I'm a Swami. That does not mean I'm not a stone. I also feel bad when something is not going right for my students, my you know, disciples. People used to go and tell Swami all personal stories. We probably have done that. Swamiji, he sympathizes, he empathizes with you. And that's all gives you joy that Swamiji understood. He can't take away your pain. He feels your pain. Seeing him feeling your pain, you feel good that I'll be okay. So he said, such a person, he does not get elated, but he does feel feeling pain at the mental level, not at his self level. The next verse says, Bahyasparse tu asaktatma vindati yatmani yat sukham. Sa brahma yoga yuktatma sukham akshayam asnute. With the self unattached to the external contacts, he finds happiness in the self. With the self engaged in the meditation of Brahman, he attains endless happiness. From this verse onward, Bhagwan is turning us towards gazing yourself within yourself. Up till now we talked about the actions, how to work in this world, in this prakriti. But then we have to finally understand what is the nature of myself and what all these people are talking about. That once you establish in the self, you will find the permanent happiness. 
Well, that permanent happiness I can only find if I understand what is the nature of myself is. So therefore, the next chapter will talk about Dhyana Yoga. Contemplating about your own self. What is the nature of myself? So this verse onward is basically the preparation for meditation. Bahyas per se to asaktatma is unattached to the external contact. Does that mean I have to stop working in the world outside? No, no, you have to be working, but you are indifferent to that contact with the world outside. So you are not getting carried away. As we say, we get carried away. I like the first sweet I put in my mouth at the party. Boy, this is really good. Where did you get it? Oh, you got it from India. So then I come to think, well, I may not get as many chances to eat this sweet coming from India. Might as well take as much advantage of the chance I have today. So I can maximize my pleasure or joy about eating this sweet from India. And I over it. And then what? Then I suffer through it. Bahiyas per se to asaktatma. He does not get attached to that contact with him. He enjoys the sweet and moves on. Vindati atmani yatsukham. He finds that happiness in himself. Things are happening outside, but I am in myself. Things happen to my BMW while I'm driving on the road, but I am inside. Perfectly happy because my things are going well. So once I'm established in myself, what is happening to my equipment is happening to my equipment. So Brahma Yoga Yuktana. Such a person is established in the Brahma Yoga. Brahma Yoga, as you said, moving my identification from my body, mind and intellect to the owner of the body, mind and intellect is Brahma Yoga Yuktatma. Sukham Akshayam Asnude. He finds that endless happiness. That's all we want. I want happy now, also tomorrow, and a day after. During the weekends and also weekdays. Don't leave anything out. Because we don't say that it's okay to be unhappy during the weekdays if I'm happy over the weekends. We say, no, no, I want to be happy all the time. So my goal is to find Sukham Akshayam. This theory says it is not possible if you are trying to achieve that by external contact. Buying BMW, larger house, more bank balance. It can never give you sukham. It can give you sukham. But not akshayam. Market, when it was going up, I was looking at my 401k when I went Dewberry. My 401k was just rising because I had all very high growth stocks. And this was in a bubble time. So it reached like 400% and whatever percent. And then I left Dewberry, kept 401k right there, and the market collapsed. And the value went down to about one half of what it was by the time I transferred it. But while it was going up, even those, my consultant said, you're doing very well. I think you invested very wisely. When it collapsed, they said, you know, Neil, you should have diversified a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. Sukham Aksham, this world has capability to give you happiness, but not permanent happiness. Ehi samsparsaja bhoga. This is a very difficult concept to understand, but it's a statement of fact. Ehi samsparsaja bhoga dukha yonaya evate. 
these pleasures which I get out of the contact with the world outside is the womb of unhappiness. You tell that to anybody. You say, what do you mean? Every, everything is Dukhayani. Therefore, this world in Vedanta is called Dukhalayam. It is the house of pain. What are you talking about? All these joys and pleasures and BMWs and Hawaii and Lamborghinis and Ferraris and what are you talking about? It's, it's a womb of pain. Pain disguised as pleasure. Pain disguised pleasure means it's an equal capability. It can give you pleasure, it also give you pain. Womb means it is infinite capability to give you pain. My contact with eating the Indian sweet at the party has limited ability to give me pleasure, but infinite ability to give me pain. How? I develop diabetes, then that pain will go on forever till I die. It's called Dukkha Yoni, in the womb of pain. Anything which has an ability to give me pleasure has equal or more ability to give me pain. And you can use any example from outside to your inside family, your children. They have the greatest capacity to give you joy. They have the most ability to give you pain. This happiness which you are getting from the contact with the world outside is the womb of unhappiness. And therefore, if you don't want to get any pain ever in your life, you detach yourself from this bhoga. Does not mean you stop working in the world. Do not associate your happiness with it. Once that happens, now whatever happening is part of the normal prakriti, but you are not affected by it. Adyavantaha kaunteya na teshu ramate buddha. They are adi antavat. Any pleasure which I get out of working in this world outside, I get a project, I get all elated, very happy, celebration, we are the greatest. Next time we lose to a firm which we think, how can they, what were they thinking? They were giving project to him and not me. And we are very unhappy. The Adi Antamanta, Zaha Hadith, is a very famous Iraqi architect from England. Zahadid got the contract for designing Japan's Tokyo Olympic Stadium. Big news, great. The Prime Minister Abe said it's a bombastic design, waste of money, fired her. Now she has been scrambling to redeem herself out of it. No way. Same thing which gave you pleasure at one time, gives you the pain other time. So... Bhagavan Adyavantaha Kanda, they have beginning and the end. And therefore, na tesu ramate buddha. Somebody who is very wise, he does not get involved in it. He enjoys it, moves on, knows its limitations, stays steady in his assessment of what is right and what is wrong. With that, we'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Sha
शांति शांति हरि ओ श्री गुरुभ्यो नम हरि ओ